Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I'm Eric Von Hessler. I'm not alone. Over there is a gentleman who is named Nick, and he's not from this country, so we call him English Nick. Hello, sir. Autumn Fisher is with us. Hello. And, of course, the most handsome producer in producery, Jared Yamamoto. What's going on? I'm doing well. I'm starting I, 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 uh, I don't know. I'm feeling... Well, we'll get to this, but I'm starting to feel like... Hillary Clinton is going to be our next president. So before I go further on, so I'm a little depressed. What? I'm a little depressed. I feel like my taxes are just going to go up higher and higher for the next four to eight years. And I blame the Republicans. And before we blame the Republicans, let's do what we do every week at this time. Hit it. Headlines of the week. I can barely get it out, you know, because it's, it's, uh, it's disturbing to me because, and we're going to talk about this obviously in the headlines, the Benghazi hearing. And I don't know how many times... The Republicans are going to allow the Clintons to drag them into this trap. Yeah. And they willingly go again and again and again. So hit me with the headline. All right. So the headline is, in in Washington, D.C., Hillary Clinton seeks to turn the page on Benghazi after her 11-hour testimony on Thursday. And I can't believe the Republicans don't realize, didn't realize... That this was her plan all along. 11 hours? She would have gladly stayed 13 hours, mm-hmm. 15 hours. <laughs> right, Hillary? You would have stayed there. <laughs> you would have stayed there for 24 straight hours. And I don't understand why the Rep- Well, I do understand, I think, and, I, and I'll explain a little bit. But first, let me just say to the Republicans, you stepped right into it. She opened it up, and you stepped right into it. The 11 hours. I know what Republicans were thinking we'll keep her here and she'll get weak she'll get tired and then she's going to give us a sound bite she's going to lose her temper but she went in there with one thing in mind and that was don't do that that's the only thing that she cared about and she wanted that thing to go on as long as it could Mm -hmm. because after 11 hours she has got exactly the point that she needs to take to the american people no matter what they throw at her about benghazi unless it's something new and huge that we have never heard of before, whatever they throw at her, she is going to be able to say, I sat there and I answered questions for 11 hours, right? Is that what you're going to say? I I would have sat there for 12, 13, 14, whatever it took. Right. And now she's got them right where she wants them. They can even (laughs) dig up. There was a few things (laughs) that laugh. Sounds like the (laughs) Wicked Witch and the Wizard of Oz. There was... There were things inside of that 11 hours that are damaging, but the mainstream press doesn't care, and and you know that going in, and the narrative is Hillary Clinton's. I sat there, and I took questions for 11 hours. Look, what more can I do? I've done everything that I can. I've provided all the information. This is going to work to her advantage. There is no doubt in my mind, and how the Republicans 
are, you know, what do they say about uh, the definition of insanity? What is, what is the definition? We talked about this on my podcast. Uh, oh, I can't remember. The definition of insanity. It's repeating the same thing over and over again. Expecting a different outcome. There we go. And Republicans, for some reason, cannot let go of this idea that they will crush the Clintons through scandal. Because it is so obvious to Republicans, and most of what they most of it they're right about. It is so obvious to Republicans that there is scandal here that surrounds these two that they feel like every time a new one comes along, aha, this is the one that's going to sink her, or this is the one that's going to sink them as a couple. And Fox News puts on all of the authors that just released the books that detailed more <laughs> stuff that's true and scandalous about them, and they work themselves up into a lather. And again, what's that definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. The Clintons always win on scandal. Listen, Republicans, Hillary Clinton is going to be the nominee. There is a chance that you can beat her, but listen up. You will not defeat her with scandal. Listen up again. I want to repeat that. Republicans, my friends, you will not defeat her through scandal. You can beat her. At that point, will be nearly eight years of an economy in second gear at best. There are issues. The, people are not real happy about the way we look on the international stage right now. There are issues. If you want to defeat Hillary Clinton, first respect the fact that she's good at running for office. Respect that. Stop with the whole, we know how weak she is. You know, This is what Bill Belichick does, right? People wonder why the New England Patriots bother to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 51 to something because Bill Je Belichick prepares for the Jacksonville Jaguars the same way he prepares for the Green Bay Packers. He respects the competition. Get over the scandal. Mm. If you want to beat Hillary Clinton in 2016, policy, policy, policy. It's the economy stupid. It's international affairs to a certain degree. Forget about trying to convince the Americans who love her that they shouldn't love her. You are not going to convince them of that. You have to persuade the people in the middle that your vision of the future is better than hers. Drop the scandal. If you're a Republican, wake up tomorrow and say to yourself, I'm never going to think about a Hillary Clinton scandal again. I'm going to think about trying to beat her on policy and vision for the future, because that's the only chance. Because one more time, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Man, did she set a trap for the Republicans, and they just dove right into it. I sat there for 11 hours and answered questions. It, Republicans, it doesn't matter if that's good enough for you. That's good enough for other Americans. Now, you go out there and convince those Americans that they should vote for your candidate and not her. Get off the scandal. Give me another story. All right, some more good news for Hillary. Vice President Joe Biden is not running for president of the United States. Yeah, it's all over for that whole thing. She did well in the uh, in the debate, and which means she didn't shoot herself in the foot. And she pulled well after it, too. Yeah, and she did well in the Benghazi thing, which means she didn't shoot herself in the foot. The, believe me, the standards are, are, are low here, but she's meeting them, so... What is that guy's name? Oh, is it Jim Webb? Yeah. He's out. Uh, the goofball on the end, Lincoln Chafee. Oh, yeah, Lincoln Chafee. He's Chafee. out. He's out. Uh, Joe Biden didn't get in, so he's effectively out because people were thinking he might get in. So it's three people now. 
It's Bernie Sanders, who's going to be there for a little while. You know, Super Tuesday, maybe somewhere in there. Is it called Super Tuesday anymore? SEC, whatever yeah. it is. Kinda. So uh, there's, you know, until probably early March or something, uh, Sanders is going to be there. Martin O'Malley is hanging out because he might want to be a vice presidential candidate or something along those lines. I don't know. But this is hers. And the other, the whole race is actually changing pretty dynamically. We've got Ben Carson on the Republican side in Iowa, who is now polling much better than Donald Trump. I mean, 28% to 20%. That's huge. Then it was another, and I think that that has to do with um, the evangelical vote. I think uh, the evangelicals in Iowa, remember, Huckabee won Iowa. He did. That same vote. And Huckabee's there now, but doesn't seem as viable as Ben Carson. His st- Carson star is on the rise. Huckabee seems like yesterday. And really, Carson and Trump have a lot of the same messages. They just have a very different demeanor. And I think that uh, very that, different that's, demeanor. That's being nice. Very different <laughs> demeanor. Um, but I think that if you really uh-huh. sniff it out, and this is not hard to do, I'm not an, an evangelical Republican, and I can tell you this, Carson's the real deal when it comes to Christianity. And Trump, yeah, he believes in God and all of that, but it's not a part of his life. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't inform his life. And so the Huckabee vote is going to Carson. Looks like Rubio's starting to come up a little bit. And for some unknown reason, Carly Fiorina is just dropping off the radar. Her, I, don't know, I don't know what that's about. Her and Jeb Bush, too. Jeb, oh, Bush, Jeb Bush is Bush. falling off as well, too. I mean, yeah. that is just, I mean, I, I did not expect that to happen. Well, look, this, Jeb Bush uh, has cut back. I think he's fired. I don't know if he's fired people, but he's cutting pay drastically. Yeah, by 40%. Yeah. And, uh, but you know what? This happened to McCain. And he stuck around. He had to do something like this. The, the game is changing. Jeb Bush got into this with one idea of what was going to happen. Now he's got to change the game. He can still be around. His ga- he, he's just waiting for Trump and Carson to implode. He feels like if that happens, he's going to look like the adult next to Rubio or someone else. That's his game. So he's in it for the long haul. Although he does. I don't know if this is a gaffe or not. I can't tell you if this is a gaffe or not, but it's just this, uh, <laughs> this answer he gave, I think it was uh, on Friday, I think, when uh, asked about his favorite superhero, which, by the way, why are reporters <laughs> asking people who want to be president what their favorite? Uh... I don't understand this election cycle, but this is a little bit, I don't know, some might use the word creepy, I don't know that it's meant to be creepy. It just seems like an odd answer for someone who wants to be president. Supergirl is on, is on TV. I saw it on the, when I was working out this morning. There's an ad promoting Supergirl. She looked kind of, she looked pretty hot. Yeah. I don't know what channel it's on, but I'm looking forward to that. No. I, it, it, look, it doesn't, it doesn't creep you out, but 34-year-old woman, you know, how old is this actress that he's calling hot? Is he trying to be a bro? What the, I mean. I, for, I'm going to, look, I think that it wasn't a question he was expecting. Right, right. You know, so it was off the top of his head. To be fair, it's got to get kind of lonely out on the campaign trail. You know, the yes, wife's right. back at home. You know, he's just watching the TV, so he's kind yeah. of a hot girl. Well, actually, yeah. actually, he said he was working out at the time, which for some reason makes it creepier to me because he's, <laughs> he's sweating. sweating. <laughs> he's half naked. <laughs> then after after he said it, he sort of realized that that's going to... That'll make news. Yeah, that'll make news. I don't know how much news it's actually making, but it's a little... I don't... Well, although in the era of Donald Trump, why should something like that stick to Jeb Bush? Right. No, you it know? shouldn't. You should yeah. just come out and say, I'm a red-blooded American. That's right, and she's hot. Well, you also said it yourself earlier. He he tries to come off as the mature one in this GOP race yeah. right now, so... It's uh, it's it, but Jeb Bush isn't held to the same standards as Donald Trump. I get that, and also, look, you're being asked just a bizarre question. 
So it's not unusual, I guess, that off the top of your head, obviously he was working out and he saw Supergirl and thought, wow, she's hot. I don't know if I want to know that about the guy who wants to be the next president. I don't, you know, things have changed so much. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Carter did a Playboy interview while he was running for president and he admitted that he lusted for other women in his heart. And it was huge. I mean, it was huge. And these days, you know, this guy can just go, I don't know, that young actress, she's pretty hot. (laughs) I guess it's okay. (laughs) Because we don't expect decorum from our president anymore. Right. Everybody wants, I want a president who's just like me. Can I tell you something? I don't want a president that's just like me. I I, I like to think that the people I'm voting for are a little better than me. I'm going to be honest with you, because I will sit around and listen to albums and drink beer for eight straight hours. You know, I don't want... I don't want to change my life, but I don't want my president to be the same way, a little more focused than me. So uh, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll try to fit in a couple other headlines of the day. The Von Hessler Doctrine on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. I'm Eric Von Hessler. That's English Nick. That's Jared Yamamoto. That is uh, Autumn Fisher. Uh, WSB's Kirk Mellish predicting a high around 75 and a 6 on the Mellish meter. This weather report brought to you by Shoemate Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, we have a little bit of time here, so Jared, you handsome fool you, <laughs> hit me with another headline. All right, so we got to stay in Washington where Congressman Paul Ryan has negotiated a strong majority of the House Freedom Caucus needed to secure the vacant speakership and has likely averted a leadership crisis for the Republicans. Well, maybe for now, I guess. So Paul Ryan basically has said, if you acquiesce to all of my demands, and some of them I thought were kind of weird, to be honest with you, uh, but he said, I will. so now he's going to Throw his hat in the ring. Yes. And I think, it, is it on Thursday or something when they do the vote? Somewhere along the week they're going to actually vote for him. I believe so, yes. And he's going to win because he's worked it out to where he wasn't going to get in if he wasn't going to win. He's not going to get all of those Freedom Caucus people, but he's going to get a, a good bunch of them, and, and, and he'll get in. This is the question that I have. I feel like I'm, I don't mean to come on the air and just yell at Republicans, um, but I do want to know from them what they want out of a leader like what do they think of as a leader a leader by the way is someone that you follow and sometimes you follow a leader into places that you don't necessarily want to go or wouldn't be your first idea but because you've made that person leader you're giving them time to prove to you that their way is is the best way and i wonder from I get the Tea Party people. They're called the Freedom Caucus. These forty guys. It seems to forty. I don't, I'm assuming there's yeah, there's forty. I know, but it's all guys, a couple of women. I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure it's all guys. I'll double check. Forty them. though uh, of them, and I feel like they need to get over this notion that a leader is something that they can drag around like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day balloon. <laughs> you know, like we want the leader. We want to be able to hold the leader down all the time to exactly what we want. A leader, like I said, is someone that sometimes you follow into places that you wouldn't normally go yourself, and you trust that leader. So I'm wondering from the Tea Party if anybody can be their leader. It almost seems like in the last week or so before this deal was worked out, and we'll see how it plays out after he gets in there, it seems like the Tea Party, to me, the Freedom Caucus, was saying to anybody who would take that position, okay, you can be the leader, Mm -hmm. but we like like (laughs) to throw rocks (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like, like we have bows and arrows and we like to use them all yeah. the time. So every time you turn around, <laughs> you are going to have to worry about us putting a rock into the back of your head or an arrow into your back. And that's just going to have to be the way it is. Now, it seems like Paul Ryan said, I'm not going to do it that way. But then he asked for, I thought, some kind of weird stuff like, I don't want to work as hard as the last speakers. I want to be able to go home every weekend. I want to be with my family. Have but, his family time and whatnot. I mean, which is, I, I don't know. You I mean, know what I, I would I, ask him? I'm assuming that he is, uh, he, he's a football fan. Whatever his favorite football team is, would he accept that from his quarterback? Would he accept that from the quarterback of his favorite team? I can't be at all the practices, guys. <laughs> I've got a young family. I need to spend time with them. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if he just threw that out there as a way to scatter stuff. And I don't think that he really believes that, that he's not going to work as much as the last speaker. So we'll see. I want every. I want to. I only want to work three days a week. Yeah, I want every other weekend off. He's like one of these tech jerks. It's like, hey man, I'm bringing my bird to work. Whether maybe you like it or not. Maybe he's just <laughs> testing the waters to see what they would give and take. I, on. I feel like he's pushing them way yeah. back so that when they come forward, he's still got some buffer. All right. When we return, Autumn Fisher is going to present some stories in a segment that we like to call WTF. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Uh, welcome back. If it's Sunday, it's time to pick up your AJC. And this week in the Sunday Atlanta Journal-Constitution, you'll find a story. It's an investigation that reveals Georgia's speed traps and who may be policing for profit. If it's Sunday, it's time to go out and pick up your Sunday AJC. I'm Eric Von Hessler. That's English Nick. That's Jared Yamamoto. That's Autumn Fisher. I believe we have a correction. You know, as we move along, I want to correct the record when we get things wrong. Yeah, we do. So on the House Freedom Caucus, there's actually Congresswoman Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming. So there's one woman on the Freedom Caucus. I was saying, I was questioning. I didn't know. Once I said there were 40 men, I thought, well, it's 2015. There must be at least one woman. And I was right. You were exactly one woman, (laughs) which is interesting because part of the Tea Party uh, movement that really hasn't been covered by the mainstream media because it's not a narrative they like is how many women are actually behind the Tea Party in high positions uh, and who started the Tea Party. A lot of women. Huh. Not a story that was told by the media. If it was a leftist organization, it would have been a big ballyhooed story. So it surprises me there's only one woman in the House Freedom Caucus. I would Strangely. expect more, too. Yeah, but so that's we have corrected the record. And now that the record is corrected, let's move on to this. What the? What the? What the? Seriously, what the? WTF. That's right, Autumn. It's time for What the Fudge, right here on WSB. You almost said it. Oh. Maybe in the year um, 2016, but right now, WSB is still family radio. Not for long. Here we go. YouTube King, uh, known as PewDiePie, is getting his own reality show, but it's going to be on YouTube's ad-free subscription service called YouTube Red. There's a couple of, uh, of, of things here. Uh, one is that YouTube is really looking like they're positioning themselves to become something pretty big in the future and compete with Netflix. There's a lot of eyeballs there. There's a lot of money that can be made there. And I see this. They're gonna, they've got these YouTube stars. We talked about this when we were filming in for Herman uh, last week. Uh, these th- this guy PewDiePie makes twelve million made twelve million dollars last year. Wow! And and so to go over that again to go over that again, uh, I thought to myself when I saw that story, well, I got to check this PewDiePie out. My seventeen year old had heard of him. I said, he must be doing some interesting stuff. It's six forty. Good morning, jet lag. So much fun! Yay! It's a new day. 
of new possibilities. Today is the doctor thing. I'm really nervous already. It's kind of pathetic. Good lightning in here. All right, I'm gonna have breakfast. He's eating breakfast. He said lightning for lighting. He's eating breakfast. That's what he made $12 million. $12 million. <laughs> so the money comes from ads on the... the My YouTube? son took me to the page where you see how many clicks PewDiePie mm. has had in his whole... He puts up lots of videos, like one every day. During his breakfast? <laughs> uh, many different aspects of his boring life. <laughs> 10 billion Shut views. Not million. 10 billion views. So then I thought, well, obviously I got a bad moment. Maybe I'll check something else by this PewDiePie. Yeah. I want to show you something. Here we have my monthly views. You see this red thing means it's going down. All right. It's been going down for a long time. And it's almost catching back up this month. And I'm like, come on, you can do it. Let me repeat again. That man made 12 million <laughs> dollars last year so to further my, the point i was starting with i believe they're building something big on the youtube platform that's going to be something like netflix with right uh with uh original programming subscriptions the, all that well yeah in the future and they're starting now with they've got their little stars this guy who makes 12 million dollars talk eating breakfast and so they're going to start their original programming with this and i can laugh at this but I think what they're doing is they're doing some seeding, and it won't be long. YouTube might end up being bigger than Google, even though it's owned by Google now. Right. But if they do this right, and then they sometime in the next couple of years start their own original programming a la Netflix and Kevin Spacey and that sort of stuff, I, they've got a lot of eyeballs. They could do it wrong, but this could be the something, beginning of something very big. But let's set that aside, and one more time, think about the fact that that dude made 12 million dollars last year just basically he's like the kardashians i guess of youtube a guy who just showed up you didn't know who he was right and i think most of the people who watch him are like 13 or 14 years old well, i i don't really understand it it looks like he um had a following because it w he would be scared there were he would watch things that were scary uh, or he would be frightened by things yeah and his reactions i guess were funny that's how he started my it's son told stick. me this it started with you said shtick right shtick. okay it started with uh yeah he would either be watching like horror scenes or stuff like mm -hmm. that and the camera was on him and you watched him react and like all good people in show business he realized he couldn't do that forever and then he brought in some new material like <laughs> watch me eat breakfast <laughs> <laughs> and pay me twelve million dollars. God bless him. I, you know, can I'm, I just say I'm something? I'm wrapping here? my head against the wall trying to make fifty can, cents can doing I, this for a living. Can I, I just uh, say yeah, something, Eric? Yes. We, we need to stop being sober. Yes. And get online out of our minds drunk and because yeah. he sounds like he's slurring his words to me uh, he just well, he, he, he just awakened and he's got this whole thing. His branding is that he's a bro. Yeah, you know the thing that makes me, you know, that you're, you're lucky. Jared's lucky I let him in the room because he looks like a bro. Oh me, come on! This guy <laughs> makes twelve million dollars. Uh, uh, I got to stay. The kids make, you know, at one point you had to be the Beatles to make that kind of money. Now you can be this guy. I guess it's a good thing. I don't know. I don't yeah. understand it. I'm 51. I don't understand it. I gladly tell you, I don't understand it. I don't understand really the benefit of the YouTube subscription so far because it says it's nine ninety nine a month. And you can watch videos um, without, I'm sorry, you can watch YouTube videos without ads. You no can ads. save videos. Yeah, no ads. But That's a big thing right there because they, they all, uh, yeah, people may not, but a lot of people go there for music. This again is not me, but a lot of youngsters 
go there and, and listen to music, and that's always being interrupted by advertising, so they would be able for $9 a month. I think it would kind of work the way that iTunes music and Google Play music does. Spotify, same yeah, thing. Yeah, to a certain degree, yeah. I think there's that element to it. But, like I say, um, maybe there are ads, maybe you don't want to be bothered. Who wants PewDiePie <laughs> to be interrupted? Who wants this? <laughs> who, who wants this to be interrupted? Six forty by an advertisement. You can just get it straight on out, just for nine ninety nine a month. So, like, I think it's probably it's ingenious. I don't understand it, but I think it might be ingenious on the part of of Google, who owns YouTube. Hit me with another WTF story there, Autumn. Sure. So there's this very loud lawyer who made this amazing video that's super loud and super crazy. Do you have any idea? I know that when she tells when she tells the stories, she'll see a, a video like this, and then I'll ask a question like this, and she'll be lost. Where is he from? Texas. Oh, I, oh okay, very good, very good. So yeah, this is this is a Texas lawyer, <laughs> and I I have heard this English. I don't know if you've heard this. I've not heard it. It is insanely loud. Hit it. Wilson, Texas lawhawk. Brian Wilson, the Texas lawhawk. <laughs> Challenge of justice. <laughs> Due process. Do wheelies! <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Alright, alright, alright. I can't watch the whole thing. It sounds like a Saturday Night Live skin. <laughs> we should get him to do one of the bumpers for one of our segments. We will, oh, yes. I will try to get yes. in touch with him yeah. and have him WTF. do... WTF! <laughs> oh, no, he's got to do Outrage. Oh, you're right. Outrage Corner! I'm outraged! Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know what? I, I, On the one hand, you look at something like that and you think, Look, you got to stand out, right? There's yeah. lawyers are a dime a dozen. They're on TV. You got to stand out. No doubt that stands out. The question is, does anybody actually call you and, and say, "I want this guy to take my case"? You and, know what? Though, when you're in trouble, you're not going to remember maybe the name or the number who to right. call, but it yeah. would stick in your mind. Oh yeah, well, let's see the Texas law hawk or something like that. Does yeah, he, I'm going to remember that that hawk call if anything. Man, he played <laughs> yes. that like eight times already. Does he go into court and just go after the judges <laughs> like that? <laughs> that can't work very the well. The law hawk is here. <laughs> my client's innocent. Damn. <laughs> When the jury comes back guilty, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to take this standing down on the law. And his hopes Maybe fly he has in. some sort of disability where this is the only volume and intensity <laughs> that he can speak. You're right. He's like, we, we, Honey, pass the salts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Maybe we may be making it. It may be we may be inconsiderate. There may be some yeah. sort of handicap this guy has, and he only has that register mm. when he speaks. <laughs> so I don't know. You, do I understand anything? Isn't that what this show is about every week? How this 51 year old man does not understand the world around him, struggling with 2015, yes, trying to figure this out, <laughs> looking at his calendar quizzically. <laughs> And uh, I think it's funny. I do think it's funny, and I think it's effective in the sense that you notice it. I just cannot imagine thinking to myself, I'm going to call that guy, and I'm going to have him represent me. But there are enough people, right? And if it's, what is it, uh, DUI? It's probably injury, yeah, yeah, injury I mean, law. Yeah, you know, that stuff will play during the judge shows. Yep. You know, somebody, back, of, back of buses. Let me see if I can rip my employer off for six more months of money. That's what those lawyers are for, right? It's like, does your back hurt? Were you at work when your back started hurting? <laughs> you need money so you can sit down for six months. Oh, I like those ones where it's like, 
were you uh yeah. i don't know like burgled or something yeah. when there was a dimly lit area <laughs> or the uh, right or i like the ones that the i don't know about like them but the, you know any drug that went wrong for anybody mm. you know they're just out there with a big old skimming net you know and the anybody, transvaginal mesh oh please this is a family show <laughs> asbestosis asbestosis was one of them asbestosis yeah or asbestos <laughs> no but that's that's what the, the, that's what you get from it right from the asbestos oh you get the asbestosis yes As- I did, asbestitis Asbestositis, I guess one yeah, of those. Something things. like but, that. But it's like you know, uh, I, my understanding <laughs> is, and I did not know Abraham Lincoln when we were alive at the same time, but I didn't know him. <laughs> and so sometimes these things could be apocryphal. I don't know, but there was always alleged that he, when he was a lawyer, said that a lawyer should never advertise. A, a lawyer should never go out into the streets and say to somebody that you may be aggrieved and you might need me. A lawyer should always sit in his office and just wait for people to walk in and take their cases. And I sort of agree with that, but on the other hand, if I paid all that money to go to law school, I'd be doing commercials like this to get noticed. Well, well, well. <laughs> it's no refusal weekend, so you have to blow. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to lose your license. <laughs> Is this a cop? Yes, it's a cop. 100% accurate. This would be like, like, pull it down. This would be like going to a cable access host. It sounds like a bad Tarantino movie. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You've seen the host on cable access. Yeah, they're almost like television hosts, but not quite up to grade. It would be like going to a cable access host and saying, "Will you take my law case?" Hey, you know what? Good luck to PewDiePie. Did I mention he made $12 million last you did, year? You did. Good luck to this guy. The world's changing. I hope I can make a few cents here or there before I die, but the world is definitely changing, and the way you make money and get noticed and get appreciated is changing, and I'm starting to feel very 51, and that's just the way that I feel about this. We'll try to squeeze in another WTF story or two when we return. Welcome back. WSB's Kirk Mellis is predicting a high around 75. That translates into a 6 on the Mellis meter. This weather report brought to you by Schumann Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm Eric Von Hessler. That's English Nick. That's Jared Yamamoto. That's Autumn Fisher. I don't think we've heard all of that loud lawyer's commercial. We got a little more here. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Failed! (laughs) Blow! (laughs) Who... Watch it. I mean, I love the guy. He's funny. I gotta Don't see this. Don't get me I wrong. See it. I would be entertained. I'd like to watch his commercials all afternoon. The judge shows. I would love them to be interrupted by those commercials. I'd love to live in <laughs> Texas and see that. I can't imagine anybody seeing somebody on television go bruh, bruh, and think I want to give that guy my business. But hey, you know that's me. Isn't that the theme today? Eric doesn't understand the world yes. around him, so uh, let's keep pushing it. Uh, another WTF story, Autumn, please. Sure. So drivers are being real idiots when they're trying to use the um, autopilot sort of feature on new Teslas. Yeah, I saw, if you go online, you can see people actually, they tape themselves not driving the new Tesla. Right, it's driving itself. It's driving itself. It's it's a transitional kind of vehicle, so they, they like to call it autopilot. It's not a driverless car. Mm-hmm. You're there. And what they say to you is, you shouldn't use these features except in the same situations that you would use cruise control. Like on the highway. You're on the highway. There's really no one around well, you. they say that the naming is kind of incorrect, that it should actually be called assistive uh, technology. Yeah, yeah, assisted driving, something along those lines. Yeah. But you it, you, it will actually do quite a bit. I there's uh, YouTube videos of guys 
not driving this car around the streets of New York. Wow. And hands off the wheel, and it changes lanes by itself and all of this. I just want to make, you know, I just hope. First of all, we already had the news that Clark Howard was on that ship that got the, the, the fire. Right. And uh, I just, I see, I see Clark as being one of these people who's just being silly with his Tesla. <laughs> and I, uh, I can imagine, my hands are off the wheel. And it's, it's free. It's totally fine. I can drive. I don't have to drive at all. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, if you're driving a Tesla, allow uh, the technology to catch up. This is just transitional. Keep your hands where they could get to the wheel pretty quickly if you needed it. That's the Von Hessler Doctrine on Autopilot and Tesla. The Von Hessler Doctrine will return with more outrages. There are always outrages in this world. We will cover them in Outrage Corner with English Nick when we return. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.